are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, everyone. Hope you are doing great. I am doing A-OK. I had my daughter come visit me this weekend to do some video shoots and some, um, some photos for my business. So it was really nice to see her over the weekend, but it was really tiring. So I'm super exhausted and I have been feeling a little under the weather and a little bit tired, but I'm here and I'm going to show up for you. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about macros, a type of foods, nutritional categories. And I'm going to be talking about it because I've heard macros thrown out there in the conversation around macros, but I didn't really know that much about them in the past. And I wanted to give you a little bit of this information for your project weight loss in that the more tools and resources we have and we can make decisions from, the better our project weight loss will go. Now, I specifically don't recommend macros per se, but I do want to bring that information to you so you know on the larger scale, what it is and how I've used it and how other people have used it and give you a little bit of information on what the maesters say. So what specifically are macros? Macros are the main categories of macronutrients, the foods we eat in large amounts. Primarily, they are carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. But the USDA adds cholesterol, fiber, and water to these categories. For our purposes, we're going to keep it to the better known categories, and those are carbs, fats, and proteins. You know, I was first introduced to macros by my son, Emmanuel, who was doing great following a healthy whole food eating regimen. His weight had dropped down to a healthy range and he started to want to build muscle and get a better hold on his nutrition. So he went to the doctor, got a bunch of tests and came up with a plan. He decided to use a food tracker to watch his macros. He was doing a bodybuilding regimen and was looking to increase specifically his strength and muscle mass. And he got really into the macro counting. He was looking at balancing the right proportions of healthy carbs, healthy fats, and healthy proteins. He used the MyFitnessPal app and he shared it with me. At that time, it was about three years ago, I was already at my desired weight but I thought I would try it out and compare it to the WW app. And so I did. I entered in my food and it gave me the percentages of grams I was eating in the three macro types. I mentioned earlier the carbs, fats, and proteins. And what I want to say is that these apps, most of these calculators, you can add in whether you want to lose weight or whether you want to remain the same or whether you want to gain weight right? Because you could also want to gain weight. And so you enter all that information and you enter in how much um, activity or exercise you're doing. And so for me, I wanted to pretty much remain the same. And so I entered in all that information. And what was helpful to me also was that my son simplified it a little bit. <laughs> what he said was to try to keep it in a range of 50, 25, and 25, so 50% carbs, 25% fats, and 25% protein. So I tried it, but you know me, I have to look a little deeper. And I found out that the Maester organization, the National Academy of Sciences, offers some guidelines for macro counting. 
they indicate that the macro percentages provided that you do some exercise is 45 to 65% carbs, so the larger portion carbs, 20 to 30% fat, and 10 to 35% protein. They give different ratios if you want to lose weight. For weight loss, they suggest 45% carbs, so less carbs, no surprise there, an average amount of protein, so 30% protein, and 25% fat, slightly lower amount of fat. The other organization I found that is quoted a lot is the USTA, and their range is almost identical to the National Academy of Sciences. The USDA has the protein percentages in a slightly different range. They have protein at 20 to 35% protein. So a range of about 5% more protein, not a lot more, but a little bit more. The rest are aligned to the National Academy of Science. Now, today I looked into it further for this episode, and I came across a great article from the Maester Leslie Barry. Now, You know that I also love to see reviewed articles, peer-reviewed or journals and abstracts that I can read myself and some I understand (laughs) and some are very complex. So the summaries are very important to me. They're excellent. In any case, this particular article is very simple and helpful. What I also found is that there are really a lot of similarities of information out there on macros, and this article was no different in that. And to me, the true bottom line is to consult your doctor first, and then when the okay is given, to try it if it works for you. So Maester Leslie Barry wrote this article titled How to Count Macros, a detailed beginner's guide, and it was reviewed on January 11th, 2023 by Kaylee Anderson of American College of Lifestyle Medicine. Her article has four areas, defining macros, counting macros, the downsides, and the benefits of macros. Now, I'm not going to read this article nor really get too much into it. But what I will say is that it's very much aligned with what I have already read. And it provides a little bit more detail around the formula that to me was a little bit more complex and seemed when she wrote it easier to understand. She wrote it with us in mind, (laughs) in my opinion. What I do want to share is that what I learned is that carbs are what our body, in particular the brain, prefers for energy. And well, we already talked about glycogen in our brain science episodes, but she says that carbs break down the glucose in our bodies to provide us with energy for our body functioning as it does when we exercise. Now, I also understand that proteins are the building blocks in our bodies and help our muscles, bones, organs, skin, and nails, essential for development and repair of our tissues. Fat helps cell growth, absorption of vitamins, and hormone production, as well as energy. Now, we know that sugar, which is a carb, also impacts hormones incredibly as an insulin resistance. In general, when looking at macros, they are really not seen in calories per se. They are calculated in grams to be more precise. So I want to pause here for a minute because I think the missing piece is how we make sense of this. And to me, how I make sense of it is that if we want to lose weight, we need a way, a mechanism to calculate what we will eat based on our physical activity, our height, our weight, and age. And based on these areas, there are apps and calculators that can provide some suggestions as to how many calories we should be eating. And there are a lot of calculators that do this, many 
One of these calculators is the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases. They have a body weight planner to get the calorie count of how many calories you may want to eat. Of course, again, you want to consult your doctor when changing how you eat. This calculator gives you an approximate calorie count. So if you're thinking that your calories don't matter when counting macros, (laughs) well, not so much. They do matter. And the general count when considering macros is that protein and carbs, they have around four calories per gram and fat has over double nine calories per gram. And to me, the way I see it is that not all calories are alike. (laughs) And this is important for our project weight loss because again, not all calories are equal. So would you prefer a serving of chicken fat or a serving of avocado? Not the same, huh? Or would you prefer a serving of a favorite dressing or olives? Not the same again. You know, really is dependent on what you prefer. Or for me, in my situation, would I prefer a slice of pizza that has the potential to block leptin from working? And again, leptin tells us to stop eating when we're full. Or would I prefer to add guacamole to my protein bowl? And for me, I would definitely prefer to add guac to my protein bowl. And so it can come down to some extent to the nutrition choices in our plan and also the monitoring and tracking of our plan. This is why it's important to use some sort of planning and tracking mechanism so that we are in full awareness of our project weight loss. Now, while I do not recommend a particular calorie counter or even a macro counter, because to be honest, I currently do not use them. I do think that when you're starting out with a new plan, getting an idea of calories, macros, or quantities of proportions and their health effects can be useful to you. So let's move forward. And I want to say that to me, it's really about a balance of quantity and quality. I know some of you consider that excellent is in the quality, but quantity is good too, because one of the key predictors for our project weight loss is how full we are. And that goes to quantity and being in tune to how we feel, which is very helpful for us. Now with that, I want to say that there's some cons. So just looking at the math, the calorie or macro counters without context, without the bigger picture is not helpful. So as you look at your food choices, consider what is good for your body, allergies, medication, satiety. And again, not all carbs are the same. A carb is a carrot. (laughs) It can be breads. It can be pastas. It can be fruits or beans. And a carb is also a sweet potato. And I love me some sweet potatoes. So they're not all the same to me. A carb is also a chocolate bar. And the fiend of today would much rather have some sweet potatoes with the cinnamon and add some fats like walnuts over a candy bar that is primarily sugar. For one, it's more food. And for two, my body likes it better in how I feel and how I look, but really in how I feel. And how do you think you will feel if you're feeding and fueling your body with whole foods that are balanced for you? How do you think you would feel? So. Moving on to protein. If you're a vegan, there's a lot of protein in broccoli (laughs) and kale. And you probably know that already. Soy nuts, they're okay if you're not allergic. And what about some wild salmon for those that eat meat? 
And I, let me tell you, I'm a fan of whole natural foods, whatever those foods are. And fats, as I mentioned in the past, have gotten a bad rap. We see them as taboo, but fats are great. Avocados, olives, hummus, eggs, nuts, seeds, and the list goes on can be healthy fats. Again, staying away from anything that does not serve your body. Now, some of the cons of counting macros only is that they're a bit more complex than calorie counting. But if math doesn't scare you, then macros may be helpful to you. They won't be helpful (laughs) if math gives you anxiety. And you know, I came across this quote by Paul Tudor Jones. If trading is like chess, then macros is like three-dimensional chess. (laughs) The other thing is that the research is still out on macros. Not really clear if they will help for weight loss. To me, it's an awareness or tracking tool that looks at the larger food categories that we eat. And from there, we can move to eat the foods that best serve us. And what was interesting for me when I was testing it was that when I entered in my foods to look at my macros, I found that my percentages were right in line with the recommendations from the National Academy of Sciences, and I didn't need to change anything. So it almost didn't make sense for me personally to use the apps. Now, that said, I can see how it would be a beneficial tool to use if you're just starting on your journey. And I found this to be true for the WW apps as well that have a mechanism of counting calories and points and they have a complex algorithm. But for me, whole food choices is really where it's at. And of course, with some sort of tracker. So tracking was helpful if I was not in awareness, which I am in complete awareness by always planning my food ahead of time. Now, I don't always plan my food every single moment, but I do plan my food about 90% to 95% of the time. I really like to know ahead of time what I'm going to eat. I also have my two joy meals a week, which is great for events and for weekends. And let me tell you, I'm not suffering with restricted limited amounts. I've had many people tell me, wow, you eat so much. (laughs) But the reality is that I know how much salad and proteins, fats and carbs I eat. I make a conscious and deliberate effort to decide ahead of time what I will eat. That's me. I have a large salad that when it digests down is primarily water. So it turns out to be not so much food in the end, but it seems like a lot when you first see the plate. (laughs) Now, for those that want to increase body or muscle mass like my son wanted to, well, then counting macros was something he wanted to look at, which is why so many bodybuilders and fitness gurus consider reviewing their macros. They play around with the macro percentages to find the right fit for their bodies. And some like it because instead of counting calories, they use apps and see overall percentages. Now, I do want to share what some of the top apps for counting macros are, because if you try to calculate them, which you can, you will need to spend some time doing the math, which I love, (laughs) but that may not be you. (laughs) So I get it. So some of the apps that do the math for us are MyFitnessPal, MyMacrosPlus, and that's a numerical plus, Life sum and lose it exclamation point. And um, I wanted to give you those four so that if you wanted to do some research on them, you can take a look at them. But again, you know, it's totally up to you. Now, let's do a quick recap on the main ideas. The recommendation is to first consult your doctor and watch yourself adjusting your food nutritional values based on your health needs. 
Second, macro counts and percentages may be best used with an app or calculator. And third, macro counts are helpful if considering the quality of the grams you eat in conjunction with the quantity. This helps you to go a little deeper and be more mindful of the categories of foods, especially when exercising more. I hope this episode brought you a little bit more information on macros, the carbs, fats, and proteins we eat and fuel our body with. Remember that awareness and knowledge is great. It's the key. And for me, when considering macros, consider both the counting and the food nutrition value. And I'm going to leave you with the quote from Emmett Ray, who I think sums it up beautifully. Excellent comes when we balance quality with quantity. Have a great week, everyone. And please share this episode or rate it on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.